These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. Starfleet was founded to seek out new life. Well, there it sits. We're Starfleet officers. Weird is part of the job. The most profound discoveries are not necessarily beyond that next star. To boldly go where no one has gone before. morning everyone welcome to twin cities trekkies a podcast talking about everything from the original star trek all the way to star trek strange new worlds and everything in between my name is wes and this is mini episode number 10 we're gonna do a small mini review spoiler free of course of star trek strange new worlds season two we have access to the first six episodes of the second season of the hit Paramount Plus series, starring Anson Mount as Christopher Pike, Ethan Peck as Mr. Spock, and Rebecca Romaine as Una Chin Riley, aka Number One. We're going to be doing like a spoiler-free review of this season so far of this series. But to get in touch with Twin Cities Trekkies, it is simple. Send us an email at tctrekkiespodcast at gmail.com. Feel free to send us an email with anything you'd like to say. If you have any thoughts or theories about what will happen for Star Trek Strange New Worlds, you can definitely do that, and that's perfectly fine. If you want to reach us out on social media, that's perfectly fine too. The handle is tctrekkiespod for both Facebook and Instagram. Twin Cities Trekkies' Facebook page is not as active as the Instagram page, but we definitely will get in touch with you if you reach us out on there. If you want to reach us out by doing a voice message, that's perfectly fine too. The link is on every single episode of the podcast. Go to podcasters.spotify.com slash pod slash show slash Twin Cities Trekkies, all one word, slash message. And record your voice. Or return your microphone though. But just keep in mind that any feedback you do leave, vocal or written, may be featured in a future episode of Twin Cities Trekkies. Alright, we do have some news regarding this podcast. First of all, we are still here. I am so, so sorry for not having more to do in May. Unfortunately, I'm going to say this. My full-time job and my personal life have gotten in the way of recording more episodes of Twin Cities Trekkies. I am personally very, very, very sorry. We're going to try to try to get back on the track here we're gonna try to do that but just keep in mind that we are still here kenzie and i are still here it's just that her and i's personal lives and our work lives and our schedules have not really 
come up in sync with each other to record more episodes of Twin Cities Trekkies. This actually has affected my plans to celebrate the 30th anniversary of Star Trek Deep Space Nine. So, I am completely sorry. So, for those podcasters who have reached out to me already uh, via Instagram, I want to let you guys know that you are not forgotten. We are still here, and I just want to say I am sorry for not getting back to you. I will get back to you very, very soon. I promise you that. I will get to you hopefully within the next week or so. I'm going to be going on a personal trip to a different area of the country. I am going to Chicago. So (laughs) I'm kind of excited about that. So if if you could just bear with me for another week or so, I will definitely get back in touch with you because there have been people who have reached out to me and I want to reach out to other people already too to start a 30th anniversary celebration of Deep Space Nine going forward in addition to talking about current Star Trek as well. So we may, once, once this starts, we may do um, maybe once or twice a month talking about DS9 and then probably mixing the other weeks with um, Strange New Worlds or anything else you want to talk about about Star Trek. So um, I want to say that I am so sorry. I I am personally sorry about the bottom, from the bottom of my heart. But the bottom line is we are still here. I just want to let you guys know that. I am truly, truly sorry. We're trying to sync up, but it's hard considering that the COVID health emergency is over and we're trying to get back to a more normal way of things of doing things they were before covid so i know that there are people out there who have reached out to me wes about doing episodes of twin cities trackies i am trying to get back in touch with them do episodes of ds9's 30th anniversary i really want to do that still because the year has is not over yet so (laughs) I really want to get to talk about DS9 with fellow Star Trek podcasters, fans, and whatnot. So I really want to do that. So hopefully we will get that started very, very soon. I just want to let you guys know that it's just my personal life and uh, my work life have gotten in the way of doing more episodes of Twin Cities Trekkies. I have been doing many episodes here and there, and I've been trying to do at least once a month, but last month didn't do any. And I just want to say that we're still here. I know I'm going in circles, but we are still here, and hopefully we will get this podcast back on track soon. I really hope so.
So, Strange New Worlds Season 2. How do you top Season 1? That's the age-old question. How can you improve yourself from the year before? Well, I can say this. Season 2 is light years ahead of Season 1 in terms of its quality. Is just as good, if not even more so. It When Season 1 was premiered last year to the delight of fans everywhere, it brought back the old age formula of Star Trek, which means we have the Enterprise boldly going where no one has gone before, seeking new life, seeking out new life and new civilizations and those strange new worlds. Um, so back for season two, it brings back the crew of the Starship Enterprise and does it spectacularly with new and familiar faces. As I said before, uh, Twin Cities Trekkies has only has access to the first six episodes of season two. This is something that Paramount likes to do is to release them in chunks to reviewers and podcasters and stuff like that so they can talk about it. Um, when the episodes of, are dropped officially on Paramount Plus, so um, so season season two premieres on June fifteenth, which is this upcoming Thursday, and the first episode is amazing. So one of the benefits of having it being on streaming as opposed to being on network television is that you don't have to have a set number of minutes in order to accommodate commercials, which has been since the dawn of time regarding um, television and stuff like that. You have to have a certain number of minutes in order to accommodate commercials in order to pay for them to uh, make their network be profitable. Well, good thing about uh, streaming is that the profitable a aspect is also from the commercials who you from users who do use the commercial only, only option or the ones who have no commercials whatsoever. And in turn, with the subscriptions, it actually pay helps pay for the um, um, the episodes and stuff like that. So one thing about Season 2 of Strange New Worlds is that none of the episodes are short. That has been actually a criticism of me uh, uh, for some of the series that have been on Paramount Plus for Star Trek, which includes Discovery, Picard, Prodigy, Lower Decks. Lower Decks and Prodigy are the exception because they are designed to be a half hour in length, but there are episodes of Discovery and Picard that have been under 40 minutes, and I've, had a criti and I've criticized it in the past for being too short. Discovery only has one episode that's less than 40 minutes, and that's Vaulting Ambition from Season 1. But there are two episodes in Season 2 of Star Trek Picard that are under 40 minutes, and I kind of had a problem with it because it was too short. So, on average, including the credits at beginning and end of the show, um, the, the average is about 50 to 53 minutes in terms of length. And that's including the credits at the end of it. So, which is bravo. Um, I'm kind of glad that um, they are trying to keep the episodes under an hour at least. But there are a couple episodes that are slightly over an hour. Just in, like, maybe like two or three seconds over. Which is okay. I mean, that's a good thing. 
So one of the best things that Star Trek likes to do is um, this is something that has been around since the original series is to have a really good courtroom drama, a really good one. Well, when we knew when Una Chin Riley was arrested at the end of season one of Strange New Worlds, we were expecting to get a courtroom drama in season two. Um, that happened. I mean, it was pretty much verbatim what happened with Lower Decks. Uh, main uh, character gets arrested at the end of the season. Um, I don't know if it was. I don't know if uh, Lower Decks and um, Strange New Worlds' um, writing staffs kind of knew they were copying one another on that, but it's okay. That's fine. I mean. <laughs> I think the one in Strange New Worlds was actually better than the one in Lower Decks. So, it will, I think it was. So, that's pretty good. Um, so, um, Paramount had released a clip from Season 2, Episode 2. Um, I'm not going to say the episode title because it hasn't been fully revealed yet. Um, but, um, I know there have been posts everywhere about the episode's title of actually all 10 of them um but i'm not i'm just gonna st uh, stop myself before it gets even uh, before i have a problem with it um so it showcased a clip from that episode in which uh una chin riley is on trial for her Illyrian heritage which was in at the end of season one, where Captain Patel, played by Melody Scarfino, had arrested uh, Unachin Riley in the transporter room and told her that she was going to face charges for her heritage because it was against Starfleet regulations. So um, the episode is amazing, by the way, folks. I'm just going to say that right now. It will make you think of great courtroom drama episodes of Star Trek that have been over the last 55 years plus. Episodes like Court Martial from the original series, The Menagerie um, from the original series, episodes from The Next Generation like The Measure of a Man, The Drumhead, um, Rules of Engagement from Deep Space Nine, um, Judgment from Enterprise, and stuff like that. Or <laughs> I know this was actually more of a comical episode, but Veritas from um, the from Lower Decks' first season. So, uh, so this episode is actually amazing. I hope when this episode is available, this episode will be seen as one of Star Trek's finest hours. I really think it will. The episode also has dress uniforms that are hearkening back to the original ones from the '60s. And obviously updated for the 21st century. So I have to give props to Stranger Worlds' um, costume designer, Bernadette Croft, for actually making her, the, the dress uniforms, really good. They really are amazing. If you haven't seen the pictures or the clip yet, I highly recommend to go see it, watch it. Another one of the episodes appears to involve uh, Lan Nui and Singh, played by Christina Chong, and... Paul Wesley's James T. Kirk. Well, I know that I had a problem with Paul Wesley last last season when he appeared in season one's finale of Strange New Worlds. I thought he sounded too much like um, 
Jim Carrey in In Living Color. There's clips of the sketches on YouTube. It's pretty easy to find. William Shatner has actually critiqued it for Vanity Fair. It's actually quite interesting. Go check out that video. But uh, they made a, they made a conscious choice to change how his demeanor was in season two, and it shows. It really does show. And also, I can probably say this: um, since he's, it says it was a recurring character in season two, um, yeah, he's in more than one episode. So, so, but he he's not there just to provide fan service or connections to the overall canon of Strange New Worlds to the overall Star Trek canon. It's he's actually integral to the story in each episode I've watched with him in it. Um. <laughs> So, um, to put it simply, uh, Strange New Worlds appears to establish that the episodic nature of the series is not lost, with that emotional serialization has been remained largely intact for Season 2. Um, this was a tie-in true method during the Michael Pillar years of the next generation, and that has not gone away for Strange New Worlds, which is a good thing. Um, but the storylines for Season 2 are a lot bigger. They had set uh, the cast had actually said that in interviews um, after season one because season one's uh, season two's filming was almost done when season one was ending on Paramount Plus last year. So season two is filming, and they said it was meatier, bigger storylines. That is actually the case. That was actually really the case. So. And there is an overarching story. I won't get into it for spoiler reasons, but it does not um, showcase them entirely. But there is an overarching story, but it's in the background, thankfully. So we will know more as the season progresses. Now I want to talk about one of the new characters on the series. Her name is Pelia, played by Carol Kane. She is amazing, folks. Her acting skills are amazing. Um, her her character is really interesting, and and it's really quite funny. So um, I hope you get a chance to actually um, sit around and watch her show, watch her act in this show. It's really quite funny, and I think she's amazing. And I hope she sticks around. Because it's really great how she integrates herself with the crew. The Klingons were shown in the trailer. And I want to talk about the Klingons just for a bit. Well, um, so far, it's great. They're great, you know. Um, I just want to say that we're back to the black hair and bumpy foreheads that... um, that we kind of know from previous incarnations of Star Trek. Black hair, bumpy foreheads, that kind of thing. And there are, in my opinion, they're, uh, they're much improved compared to the last time fans saw Star Trek, uh, the Klingons in Star Trek, which was in the season two finale of Star Trek Discovery about a little over four years ago. So <laughs> they are a great improvement. They are great. I mean, it, it reminds me of the Klingons that we see um, towards the end of the Kirk era films. 
So it's kind of cool to see that happening earlier in the timeline, which is okay with me. And it's like, you know, what Gene Roddenberry said when we got the first bumpy forehead ridges in the motion picture. He said, they were supposed to look like that. Well, now they do in the early part of the 23rd, 23rd century, So, which is okay. Um, the only criticism I had about the Klingons to begin with in Discovery was that they had like they had something like they ate peanut butter sandwiches, and they got stuck to the roof of their mouths and they couldn't speak very well through their makeup, and that was my only criticism about it. They were very alien, I'll give you that, but I didn't like how they talked, and it was it, and it's just they sounded like they got peanut butter in the roof of their mouths. Either they ate peanut butter through the, either they ate peanut butter. Or the eight peanut butter sandwiches. That's the only way they can sound like that. So, I mean, I like Star Trek Discovery. So, I'm just going to say I didn't. I, that's that's the only criticism I had about the Klingons in the season in Star Trek Discovery's first two seasons. So, there are humor. There is humor in Star Trek. That's a given. You know, it's always to diffuse the tension in a otherwise dramatic situation. Um, it looks like from the trailer and from something like that, that he's having fun with the Klingons. He's, um, boozing with the Klingons. So he's like drinking the blood wine with the Klingons and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. He drinks blood wine. It, 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 but remember in strange the worlds, we still have the shouty Spock with extra strength shouty. So, um, he's not shouty, of course. He did shout in one of the strange in the uh, short treks Q and A, but this is the shouty Spock. So uh, and still kind of like trying to find his balance because we know from later on he becomes more of the computerized logical mind that we all know him to be later on. So um, before that, and you know, I mean. I enjoyed one of the episodes that showcases him quite fondly. So I'm not going to reveal which one. I hope that you, once get episode drops on Paramount Plus, that you will actually laugh out loud because it's actually quite interesting. So stuff like that. Um, but all in all, Season 2 of Star Trek Strange New Worlds is off to a great start. Um, it's going to be great to see the the... Enterprise crew back together on the on the screen for the first time in about a year, so and stuff like that. Um, so it does shape up to be one of the strongest of the season of the ser- of the era so far, Kurtzman era, so far. So set a course for the final frontier. You are in for a fun ride, and um, I'm just gonna let you guys know this that season three was supposed to start production in, in last month, which was in May of 2023. But due to the ongoing Writers Guild of America strike, um, it is unfortunately not happening. Uh, showrunner Henry Alonzo Myers said recently with Larry Nemechek, actually, on a episode of Trekland, um, that um, that uh, they're waiting for the strike to be settled and stuff like that before they can start production. Which, if it goes further, further, push back and stuff like that, we may not see the Enterprise crew until at least 2025. So it might be another year or two 
before we see Captain Pike in the Enterprise again. So I am hopeful that it will be we, um, I am hopeful that it will be coming back soon. Um, we, I mean, be resolved soon. Hashtag pay the writers. Okay, that's the end of this spoiler-free review of Star Trek Strange New Worlds Season 2. If you have any comments about this episode, feel free to send us an email at tctrekkiespodcast at gmail.com. Reach us out on social media, again, on Facebook and Instagram. Handle us tctrekkiespod, or leave us a voice message. The link is at the bottom of every episode that you can see on your favorite podcast platform of your choice. So until next time, which hopefully will be soon, take care and live long and prosper.